What's up, what's up? Wow, I feel like it's been quite some time since my last podcast, and it probably has. I know a lot of us have been through some interesting shifts, and there's even more to come this month of June. We have um, a solar eclipse coming on the summer solstice on the 21st, which is also Father's Day. What's interesting is the sun is considered the masculine energy so that in conjunction with father's day really interesting mercury retrograde is going to be happening um tomorrow and this podcast is inspired by mercury going retrograde and I not only am not just kind of like touching upon this just because of Mercury retrograde, but this is something that has recently fascinated me more than before. Um, I've always been fascinated by the root of words, the composition of words, how words become. And um, and for those of you who don't know, my last name, Sonye, translates into salt dealer. And back in the day, salt was the giver of life, so um, I thought that was really cool. Um, My grandmother's name, Araceli, translates into altar in the sky. And if you haven't yet done your investigations of what your, your name actually means, it's really powerful. So another little tidbit, my son's name, Trent Allen Davis, it literally translates into flutter and he is a Pisces sign um, in conjunction with various other layers, which really, you know, does take into account like bits of his personality. So we don't really understand how powerful our words truly are until we actually begin to look into them and investigate them. Um, Another book that I touched upon that does take your name into consideration if you're interested in learning more about this is the numerology of your name and how each letter comprises of a specific number and you basically tally them up to create a specific number for your name and you know my son's is three and he really does envelop the number three characteristics. Um, it's really fascinating stuff. And when we get to the understanding that letters and the combination of letters, the combination of sounds, um, the way words were previously used and are now used maybe differently still carry that energetic expression. So when we're spelling words out, we really are casting out spells. And I think now more than ever, this is a topic, um, especially being in my 30s, that it really fascinates me more because we sometimes don't really take much into consideration of the words that we use. We don't take into account that the words that we use may be low vibration or may not really um, be exactly what we want to portray. So today's podcast touches upon this, and I'm going to be also um, mentioning um, Amanda's, uh, Amanda Montel's book, Word Slut, which really kind of spruced up everything that I already know about words um, and how the root words is like, 
you know, really grounded and the foundation of it is in the patriarchy, um, which is the white supremacists, um, the government, and how certain words now are used so carelessly that they they really kind of invoke and denote a specific energy by it being said but it may not necessarily be may not really be what we intend to say so today i want to touch upon just the realization that at times we use specific words out of habit um, and if we pause and take into consideration what we are really saying it may trigger something within us to perhaps choose different words and to choose different thoughts to really help us really exude the energy that we long to exude. So this podcast is all about choosing the wattage of our words. So choosing words that invoke the power in which we are attempting to say something. And I want to start with, you know, a bit of history. There are some powerful languages out there. Um, Sanskrit is one of them. Hebrew is another. Um, there's another. Um, it's not. I believe it's a, a, a derivative of Arabic. And these words vi- vibrationally exude a a more uh, a higher frequency. So when we think of the sound OM in meditation, this creates, if, if you were to be in a dome and the OM was reverberated and vibrating throughout this dome, what it will make is this beautiful, it's called a Sriantra. And this is a vibrationally powerful, powerful um, word or energy in which is it, it's invoked. And that is powerful in and of itself. And back in the day, um, during slavery, African-Americans were known to create spells and to um, be a bit, um, I guess you would say, you know, persuasive and invoke things that they wanted to invoke and have real power through their words that they would actually be muzzled with blades in their mouth Um, and basically transported through the oceans and to and from so they would lose their power. So your voice is essentially your power. Now women overall, our voice has been um, very, it's been silenced for a very long time as well. We can look back to the Salem witch trials, we can look back at how the patriarchy in America has basically um, run and has ran multiple industries and we're just now kind of transitioning out into the, into a more um, feminine type of uh, reality, um, but still it's not on the same playing field. And as women, we find it difficult to really voice what we need to voice. Yet right now, energetically, with what's going on, you know, astrologically and what's going on within our world, we are now being called to step forward more than ever with our voice because our voice is so powerful. Um, I remember as a child in middle school when I had public public speaking classes, um, I would shake, I would sweat, you could hear the crackling in my voice and I just couldn't do it. And um, it, it terrified me to, to speak in public. And 
somewhere along the line, I remember either reading or hearing somebody saying like, what you're fearful of, do more of it because it's kind of like the catalyst and the friction that you need in order to pivot you out on the other end of what you're intended to do because fear and excitement are two sides of the same coin. So if something scares you to do, you should do it anyways because what comes on the opposite side is a really, really, tr it's, a, it's a true gift, right? It's like this alchemizing of you know turning in turning something that was once fearful or painful into something that is fruitful and that is what life is about that is the lessons um that we learn here on planet earth and um it's it's something that i was like okay you know i guess i'll do it now i went to yoga teacher training initially um, to deepen my own practice. I did not intend to teach because again, I was super fearful of public speaking, of being on display and having all eyes on me. And my, um, my yoga, um, teacher training, um, teacher Scott at Kula Yoga Shala in Jupiter was like, no, you need to teach at least once a week. And I was like, all right, fine. Fuck it once a week. I'll do it. And as I started doing that, I started to open myself up to my voice and also open myself up as a channel to a higher voice. And this, you know, snowballed. And it's not to say that there aren't moments when I teach a class where I get like those butterflies and I'm a little excited, but I know that once I push against that, that what comes barreling through is just like the innate connection to the flow itself and to the universe itself and it's like you know i'm in it you know i imagine like <laughs> i'm thinking of like finding nemo for those of you who have kids and like the turtles kind of go on to like the, in in australia they hop on to this like waterway that literally just like like brings them to where they need to go and that is just it and it's it's a powerful powerful tool now look at me i am here with a podcast never did i ever think that I would have a podcast. Um, I've always wanted one, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like who's going to listen? You know, what, what do I really have to share? What do I really have to say? And, you know, I think a lot of us are, are in that position right now where we're like, I feel the urge to help people and I don't know how, and I feel the urge to speak and, and to voice my opinions and to put myself out there, but I don't know how. And, Honestly, do it. If you're feeling that tug, do it. And just start with your story. Start with like, you know, where you, like your first memory. And you don't necessarily need to publish it or post it or anything, but just start. And as you start, things will come through and stories will come through that are going to be very healing and very powerful, not only for you, because you are, you know, going through it once more and kind of purging it, which has happened to me many times when I've gotten personal on this podcast. Um, and it, and it's, it's, it's a cleansing, but at the same time as it's cleansing you, it's knocking on the hearts of the individuals on the other side that are listening to you that need to hear it. So as much as you have like that ego layer that is fearful of what other people are going to think that are fearful about, you know, what, um, what you're going to say or how you're going to do it. Don't allow that to be the resistance that, that shuts you up. 
We've been shut up for so long and now is the time for a voice. Now is the time that people are longing to hear a voice and not only just a voice, but a a voice of authenticity and a voice that is really um, one that's connected to humanity and one that is connected to reality and one that is connected in real shit. There's so much fake shit out there. Like the people are fake. The cars are fake. They owe everything. They owe their house. They owe their car. They have no money in the bank, yet they're flaunting things around like they have it. And, you know, they speak, you know, from the ego space. They don't speak from this, like this authentic space within themselves. And, you know, they want all of the plastic surgery. They want all of that. And, you know, I was there. I was there at one point. Like, I wanted the true religious genes and I wanted this and I wanted that. And do I like nice things? Yes. But do I allow it to be what defines me? No. I allow my personal story to define me. I allow my experiences to define me because they've molded me. They've shaped me into who I am. And... I am not the only one out here and over this extended period of time of my personal evolution and growth, I've recognized that at the times when I feel like I'm alone in an emotion or alone in a situation or alone in this headspace, I know that I am not alone anymore because I have shared and I reach out and I know, you know, even with, you know, close friends and even Instagram friends that I, that I don't really hang out with on a regular basis, but like I message them and they message me and we have this connection in this relationship outside of the tactile physical relationship, but we are connected spiritually and energetically and we correspond and we share these moments with one another and we are never alone. And more people need to come forward. More people are being called to come forward and step forward, whether it's writing a book, whether it's speaking your voice in a podcast or just start small, maybe start in your stories Um, or maybe it's creating something. So your voice doesn't always have to be your actual throat chakra and using your voice. It could be a sense of expression, right? So it could be an art. It could be something creative. Um, It could be a skill that you have that you want to nurture and develop. So all of these things comprise our voice. Now, let's go back, 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 okay? Hieroglyphics, okay, and cave drawings and, um, you know, all of these different things that are in history, statues and artwork, this is what extends and, and really helps us now, like, how many thousands of years later to understand that culture, to understand that, um, that group of individuals in that village or in that sect of individuals within that area of the country. And that's all we have. We don't have their actual voice. Um, and you know, now we're, we're in an, we're in an era where we can record ourselves and I could post this up and I'm like on the airways, like, I shit you not, like, I looked at my thing because it tells me, like, where people have listened. I'm like, China? Like, Kenya? People are listening to me in Kenya and China? Like, holy shit. Like, you could literally post something on the internet and it literally expands itself out. And I am so grateful for that because 
what a powerful energy to have and what a powerful means of communication that we have at our fingertips that we're really not using to help others as much as we really should be, right? We're using it for mindlessness. We're using it to like go on Instagram and look at these pictures and all this stuff. And don't get me wrong, I do it too. I'm, I'm not here to point fingers or anything because the finger's being pointed back at me. But we have to be a little bit more diligent and mindful to use the information that we have at, the fing- at our fingertips to our advantage and to use our words and to use our sense of expression in such a way that it extends outward to other people and touches other people in some way, shape, or form. Now, not everyone is going to resonate with your words and the way in which you choose to put your words together, but you will find your group. You, Your vibe will attract your tribe. And regardless again of like what you have holding you back, go there first. Like, why are you being held back? Were you told as a child to stay silent? Were you told as a child you couldn't speak with adults? Were you not heard as a child in my case? Were you not taken into consideration as a child or your thought processes or your desires? Were those not really taken into consideration? Now, that is that is a part of the healing process that we all have to trans it could be even your art too like maybe somebody didn't like your art maybe somebody made fun of it or maybe somebody said you couldn't dance and you lost your interest in dancing whatever the case may be um go back there so it's like we're learning and as adults like we get to a point where we're like unlearning everything that we were told and unlearning all the things that we've told ourselves and our voice being one of them and our self-expression being one of them and our way of being and wanting to live being one of them just because we don't go with the norm and we're not um, completely in alignment with what everyone else is doing doesn't necessarily mean that we aren't still doing the right thing for us. So keeping that in mind um, and keeping the vibration of the words as well. So um, in Amanda Montel's book, Word Slut, she gets really deep into it and I love it. And it's really, you know, kind of scratched the surface of my insides of like how interesting this stuff really is and how powerful our words really are. But I'll I'll say this in such a way that um, isn't offensive, but... I've gotten accustomed to say, hey guys, guys, hey guys. And she literally was like, she slapped me in the face with her words. And she's like, well, that is like embracing of the masculine and it's a norm, but you would never like, and that embraces like women, but really it doesn't because it's not talking about females. It's talking about males, but we say, hey guys. And we include the females in that. Like we would never hear men being like, hey gals, and having that word include the male counterparts, right? Um, And she says like maybe using y'all or folks, um, which is super Southern, but hey, I mean, it works, right? It's it's embracing of both sexes and every other um, individual who, you know, expresses themselves or connects to a different gender or transgender or whatever the case may be it doesn't create separation and segregation and at the same time we're not also um imposing again that patriarchal um energy on everything that we do another thing that i thought was really interesting was you know a slut used to be somebody who was really messy like a messy person and it included both male and female and now like we think of a slut as like a dirty whore 
right? And, you know, back in the day, the word bud, um, pal, was all like negative connotations towards males that have turned into more positive ones. And, you know, I call my son bud. I'm like, hey, bud, come on, bud. And I'm like, fuck, like now I'm not like really saying this because that's like the energy is still there from, you know, history. So just regular words that we're using, it's really interesting to see and also understand where they came from and how they are invoking a specific energy in our current time and place, which may not be what we really want out of that. Um, And it does take an unlearning of sorts because society has shown us a certain way and a certain norm and we have to kind of like look at the big picture and step back and be like, whoa, okay, like whatever, like this is it. Now, another word is bitch. And back in the day, bitch was actually an expression for anybody's genitalia, like male or female. And now a bitch is considered like a female dog, yeah, or somebody who is really quote unquote bossy. Um, And another thing that she goes into is boss babe and how that word is a little degrading um, and how we say firemen and policemen, but really there are also women that are also police officers and that are also firefighters. Um, And it's really interesting to take into account how this verbiage is really being projected within society. And it's something that we, as people, a part of the society, have to be cognizant of. And yet, not many of us are. And myself included, I didn't know quite a few of these words because you have to seek this information out just like various other means of information. It's like you have to seek this information out and you have to, you know, consciously change, you know, and constantly be aware of the progression of your own language and our language is our power our language and our voice is our power just like our artwork is our expression you know your language is your expression and what are you expressing what kind of energy is behind your words is it something that you really intend to put out there or is it something that needs to be reflected upon and maybe go online and look for synonyms and choose a different word um, for for that particular expression and I think if we all connect to that, we can all begin to limit the separation that is even in, in our language, you know, um, and even within, you know, just different uh, terminology for different things and how consciously or subconsciously you are still feeling the energetic vibrations of what that specific word intended, whether that be from the past or what it's been kind of shifted into in the present. So um, I really wanted to share this because with Mercury going retrograde tomorrow, Mercury is our communication planet and it talks about our way to communicate, our way that we um, communicate with others and the way that we you know, receive others and what they're saying. And essentially, you could think of Mercury retrograde as if Mercury is like meditating. Um, it looks like it's going backwards astrologically in the stars, but it's really just kind of taken, taken a little bit of a pause. And, you know, it can kind of shake things up for us here. And if you sprinkle on everything else that's going on in the world and the various other things that are going on astrologically, if you um, subscribe to my monthly um, musing, my monthly musing, 
my monthly muse emails um i just i sent one out for the month of june of everything that's going on and i sent the tarot card of the month and you know it's time guys it's time we're, we're being called to level up if we are choosing to and a lot of us feel the tug to do so especially if you're following this podcast but are fearful of of how to start or what to do and if you have like the idea to start your own podcast and you need assistance let me know um or if you are looking to start a business and you're not really sure how to start it let me know and i can give you some some guidance there um i i've done mentoring before um it takes a lot of time from me so if you are interested in some sort of mentoring i can um there's also some great resources and great individuals that can really help you as well that i can give you that can kind of get your ball rolling you know we need you we need what you have to offer don't think that you know just because you feel like you're alone that you are really alone you might be alone in your small you know net of individuals but you're really not alone in the the grand masks of mass of the world like we really need what you have to give and don't let anyone ever you know limit you and make you feel small because you know if they are that just means that they see your potential and it it affects them and it bothers them so um this podcast is kind of touching upon you know the energy that might be coming up for some of us already um or maybe more so coming tomorrow on june 18th for mercury going retrograde and it'll be retrograde for about three weeks and you know reevaluate um replan relook all of the re's and just do yourself a favor and begin to check in with yourself and how you're communicating and not just your words like what about you know how you how you move your body language are you talking to somebody with your arms crossed or are they in your pocket um your eye contact are you listening to somebody authentically are you looking at them in your in their eyes are you choosing to listen to them um without you know automatically you know thinking about how you're going to respond but really truly allowing yourself to just like be there and listen um and you know various other ways in which we communicate and you know that is i think a huge huge layer of what's currently going on at play in the macro scale and one in which that we personally feel um within our own lives and within our own you know group of friends and family and this is our way to express ourselves and share how we feel to everybody and we're needed and it's needed and i think it's so cool that we're able to communicate with one another in this fashion um but i also think doing so we have to be mindful of the way in which we are choosing to communicate and the words we are choosing to use to communicate again that book is by amanda montel called word slut um there's also the psychic sciences book um oh, i don't know the author but it's a black book and it has um some orange on it um there's some really interesting information there about your name um numerology and how that's affected and you could just even probably just google like name and numerology and you you'll see like your number um and what might be really interesting is that your number might be actually your number like 11 is my number and my number is 11. So, um pretty cool stuff um there to kind of touch base with and yeah. Dig a little deeper than the surface. Scratch 
scratch the surface a little bit and like take a big woof, right? Like I think of like the scratch and sniff stickers. It's like you see the sticker and then you scratch it and then you're smelling it and you're checking to see like, what is it? Like, what really is it? Like, what am I really saying? Like, what am I really putting out there? Is this something that I really genuinely resonate with? If I knew what I was saying, would I still be saying it? I don't know because it definitely changed my viewpoint and um, I definitely think it'll change yours. All right. Thanks for checking in and thanks for being with me on this chat. Um, I really do love all of you and all of you listening. If you haven't yet, please subscribe. And if you really found this podcast helpful for you, um, please share it and rate it and make sure you tag me at yoga by Shelly. Um, this really helps me. It helps my podcast and it also helps other people begin to get on the same, you know, waves that we're on. I hope you have an amazing Mercury retrograde tomorrow and we will come together once again sometime soon. Besos y abrazos.